0: Welcome to Woman Power Zone. In today's episode, we are revisiting the importance of letting go of people-pleasing, being selective about how we spend our time, and standing up for ourselves. Join us. Welcome to Woman Power Zone, a safe space for learning, growing, healing, and empowerment. Today, we're exploring the power of no and how important that is. I have a lot of clients who come in to see me and their energy is unbalanced, it's unclear, it's congested, and they were confused or ungrounded. These imbalances make it difficult for them to move forward in life and make decisions or have the energy to be creative. And this comes up so much that I thought it would be a good idea to do a show on this because what I've noticed after seeing this repeatedly and talking with people about it, because I've talked to a lot of people about this, is that a lot of people have poor boundaries and they have difficulty saying no to other people for a variety of reasons. It could be anything from time management to saying no to their kids, the no to their husband about something that the husband's doing, or saying no to somebody at work, like their boss, like, no, I cannot do that. Or even just no to trying to look good, be perfect. All the kinds of things that a lot of us deal with. Having poor boundaries about how we let other treat us and also not honoring or managing our own time or energy can be issue for a lot of people. So because that comes up so often, I thought there might be a faint possibility that it might affect my listeners. So I just thought I'd do a show for you about this. So today, my goal is to give you tools to free you from guilt, people-pleasing, and habits that leave you exhausted and angry. And all of those things deplete your energy and make you feel tired. Sometimes when we feel tired around other people, we want to blame them when it's actually us. And sometimes that behavior is people-pleasing. It's not something you want to be doing. So what's amazing is the tiny little word, called no is extremely powerful and that word, which you probably have heard a child say a million times is something that's hard for a lot of women to say. Some of this has to do with the way women are conditioned. We're conditioned to say yes. We're conditioned to be nice. We're conditioned to be friendly, to be helpful, to be supportive. And those attributes are good things. However, sometimes we do this at the expense of our own boundaries, ourselves, our energy, even our livelihoods or the way we make money. We do a lot of things to make other people happy and not necessarily do those things for ourselves. Hey everybody, if you're loving this show and you want to make a difference... Please go to Apple Podcast Ratings and give the show a five-star rating. Thanks so much. It's appreciated. I'm going to give you some suggestions for how to say no. Some of them might be a little bit uncomfortable for you, but they're going to make you feel better in the long run. And this will require you to do a little soul searching too sometimes when you're trying to get into the root cause of some of your emotions and your feelings so that you can get clear about what's going on with you so then you can also set boundaries. It's not always easy to do, but it's powerful. And I just wanted to give you some insights and some tips about it to start to address it if it's an issue for you or if it's an issue for somebody else that you know and then you could pass this information on to them. So before we do that, let's explore some scenarios and see if you've ever had any of these experiences. So have you ever overcommitted yourself to helping others only to find out that you're burned out, grumpy, exhausted, or resentful? Have you ever withheld an important communication to not hurt someone's feelings only to end up making things worse later on? That is just not, it's just rough when that happens, isn't it? Have you ever given someone's feedback on a project more credence than your own, only to regret not following your own intuition or creative ideas? So creative people put a lot of their time, energy, and effort into the work that they do. And if you've ever been creative and put something out in the public eye or ear or online, you're going to get feedback from people. And you're going to have to make command decisions about whether you want to work with that, take it, and change your work, or whether you realize that people are giving their feedback from their perspective and then just let it go and move on. There are always going to be debates and there are always going to be different opinions about how to do things. Sometimes we just have to accept that our own decisions are good enough and we don't have to change things for what we're doing in order to make someone else happy. Have you ever given in to peer pressure and acted in a way that was unkind, unsupportive, or even unethical, only to regret it later? Sometimes we let other people's thoughts, feelings, opinions, and it's literally their energy, push us into making decisions that don't work for us. But the thing is, when we let other people's energy do that, that's not the other person's fault It's our decision to allow that to happen. And that's the most important thing about this. To transcend being controlled by the need for other people's approval, we have to take some responsibility for our own feelings. So I'm going to give you some tips and ideas. So one of the main feelings that comes up when we should be saying no, but we're not saying no, is resentment. It's a wonderful measure to let you know if something's happening that's not working for you, but you're not being honest about it, okay? Resentment is a great feeling because it's really easy to blame the other person. When you resent someone else, you blame them and have negative feelings toward them for something that's happening. However, if you have that feeling come up immediately, this is my tip, immediately look to take responsibility for your own feelings, okay? Okay. It's really immature to blame someone else for what's happening or what we're feeling. It's also a sign that your inner child or your inner teen is taking control instead of your inner adult or your higher self. So you need to grow up, literally have your adult say, okay, I'm going to give the child and the teen a break and I'm going to step in and I'm going to look at this situation like an adult. So something's happening and you feel resentment. You're going to tell the teen or the child, okay, guys, it's time for you to take a break. We're going to look at the situation and we're going to get clear. And the reason why is because if you say, okay, what am I resenting? Why do I resent that person? What's going on at a deeper level? What am I really feeling toward this situation? And why am I not taking responsibility for my part? If I resent them, but I'm actually the one that's allowing myself to be pushed into something or I'm allowing myself to change something that I don't want to change or I'm allowing myself to do something that feels wrong to me, the person that needs to shift is me, not the other person that I'm resenting. So use that feeling to recognize that you need to follow your own intuition and you need to respect your own needs and desires, okay? Because you need to set a boundary with that person and say, no, I'm not going to do that. So what do you do to do that? So you can say, what's the resentment about? What's uh, the root cause of that feeling? Is it a need to say no to what you're doing or say no to what's happening? Is the resentment about a deeper need to do something else? do i need to make a different choice in the situation you could ask yourself or is there resentment about a need to make a different decision than what's happening right now okay do i need to do something entirely different okay the next step is give yourself permission to know what you want say to yourself i am powerful and i have the right to make my own decisions and be my own person i am powerful And I have the right to make my own decisions and be my own person. I am powerful. And I have the right to make my own decisions and be my own person. By the way, repeating affirmations three times is important. It helps you shift into the energy of what the affirmation is about. So that's why you're hearing me repeat it three times. And it's a good idea for you to do that too. Once you realize that you're powerful and that you have the right to make your own decisions and be your own person, then you can say, so the decision I'm going to make in this situation is blank. And allow yourself to become aware of what the decision is. Let it float up. It may take a few seconds, a few moments, a few hours. What is the decision that I'm going to make in this moment? And then when you decide you're going to make a different decision, give yourself permission to take ownership for not pleasing people and be okay if they're not happy. It may take some time for you to unwind from the habit of trying to make other people, but you can do it. So we're gonna take a break and when we come back, we're gonna talk about some ways you can release the habit of people pleasing. I'm gonna give you some tips for that. So we're gonna take a quick break. go to www.arielhubbard.com. That's www.arielhubbard.com. And if you're on Clubhouse, you can find Ariel Hubbard by looking up Ariel Hubbard, A-R-I-E-L-H-U-B-B-A-R-D. And we're back. First of all, you can take the moment at that time and say, okay, I give myself the ability to free myself from people pleasing, or I free myself from people pleasing. Make it simple, actually. I free myself from people pleasing. I free myself from people pleasing. That's something you can just say. Or, I fundamentally love and accept myself. That's a really powerful one. I fundamentally love and accept myself. I fundamentally love and accept myself. That's a really powerful one. I've used that on numerous occasions personally. It will help you shift your energy. So, When you're looking at changing the habit of people-pleasing, you're going to need to do some self-examination to discover whether your actions, your questions, or your decisions are actually based on an unconscious desire to gain love or approval from others. So it might take some work to let go of the illusion of security that you might think that you have if people approve of you. We need to take a moment to deconstruct this. So sometimes when people prove of us, literally that's energy that comes to us from those people. And that energy feels good. And th- that energy's moved through these things called bioplasmic streamers or cords, okay? And we're being literally fed positive energy from people through these cords. And the thing is, that energy isn't really necessarily something that we need. What we need to do is self-generate that energy of approval and love and acceptance and caring from within ourselves. And then you can disengage and let go of other people's energy. And I can help you with that also if you need that. Um, But there are a lot of different ways to do it. But I will tell you, do not cord cut. Um, Cordic energy is a way that people send energy back and forth to each other. It's also an energetic structure like an arm and leg. There are plenty of people out there that will tell you it's okay to cord cut. But what you're doing is actually damaging energy cords, and that is damaging to both parties. What you need to do is disengage the energy. And there are ways to do that, and I can help you with that if you need it, but don't cord cut, okay? Just saying as an energy practitioner, just don't do that because then you create injury for yourself and the other person on an energetic level. That's why when people say their heart feels like it's been torn out, it's because the coring between people's heart chakras was cut and that damage is what ensues. And that's what people feel when they feel that. And it's not something that you need and you can have it in a different way. Okay, back to freeing yourself from other people's approval. Okay, I mentioned that there's energy that's coming your way. You can let go of that. Literally, you can let go of that. So one way you can let go of the need to have that energy in your life is be willing to ask the hard questions of yourself. So one question is, why do I emotionally need to be liked or loved or approved by this person? Why do I need that? Now, on a deeper level that's outside the scope of this podcast, sometimes people have spiritual contracts that they make with other people. Like, if you love me, then I will give you my power. That's a spiritual contract. And again, that's something that I can help you with or you can do your own work on releasing. And that can be a longer-term situation with somebody. Or if it's a casual situation, a spiritual contract's not involved. That's usually involving a parent or a significant other or a sibling or a friend or even a frenemy. That's where you see spiritual contracts. But what I'm talking about is a more Uh, casual relationship where like friends or colleagues or something where you want to be liked or loved by that person. Look at why do you need that? And then say, what would it take for me to feel good enough if I did not have their approval? What would it take for me to feel good enough? Okay. Once you have made the decision to free yourself from the need for other people's approval, once you've asked some hard questions of yourself, that's step two. The step three is Asking yourself, if I fundamentally accepted and approved of myself, what actions would I take instead? What actions would I take instead? So step four is where you emotionally and energetically detach yourself from your need for their approval. So literally, this is where you do the courting disengagement and disengage those cords. Again, reach out if you need help with that. So step five is taking the new actions. So if that's not volunteering for a year, if that's not making a New Year's resolution if that's not obsessing about everything you eat, if that's not going on a trip because you need to save money, if that is not participating in that extra credit project at work or school because you need time to rest, if that's not drinking, if that's not hanging out with certain people because they don't bring you up anymore, they don't give you what you need or you feel disempowered around them. Those are all good knots. Those are all good no's. And then step six, notice what happens. Does the other person involved actually reject you if you do something that supports yourself? And if they reject you for doing something that supports yourself, what does that say about them and how they treat you? Because if you're doing something that supports yourself, Like, hey, I need to move to another state. And someone gets upset because now you're supposedly not their friend anymore because you moved. What does that say about them? Because they're thinking about their needs instead of your needs. And good friends support each other in their life decisions. So it it tells you where someone else is at if they're not being supportive when you make decisions that are healthy for you. And sometimes you might actually find that when you say no to people, they actually respect you more and they treat you better. Actually, you're going to find this a lot. A lot of people will treat you better if you say no. If you find a way to say no, they will say, oh, that person stands up for herself. She values herself. She respects herself. And then they're going to reflect that internal sense of value you have for yourself. They're going to reflect that back to you. I'm going to give you some suggestions for things you could say to close out. These may or may not work for you, but I was just doing some brainstorming and I thought I'd give you some ideas of things you could say. I know that everyone has their own way of communicating. Some people are less direct. Some people are more direct. And even when I wrote these out for you today, I realized that these are very female ways of communicating because we're still trying to soften the blow when we say no. Um, But I'm still going to give you these ideas anyway. You can make them more direct if you want to, or you you could make them less direct. So here's one thing you could say. I really appreciate the invitation, but I do have some things I need to get done and I need to take time to do them. Now, it's interesting because that second part of that sentence is an explanation for why you're making your decision. And deep down, we really don't need to explain ourselves to anybody. However, sometimes it's a polite way of giving somebody something for the no, and sometimes it can help smooth that transition or smooth the no a little bit. I don't want you ever to apologize for your decisions, so don't say, I'm sorry, and don't say, I apologize. Just say, I really appreciate the invitation, but I have some things I need to get done and I need to take time to do them then people know you're spending your energy somewhere else. Here's another one. Thanks for the feedback on that. I will keep that in mind, but I'm going to make some different choices based on my experience or I'm going to make some different choices based on my intuition or I'm going to make some different choices based on my training. Again, that second part of that is giving them an explanation and deep down you don't have to do that, but sometimes it's hopeful. It's a way to... Let the person know, yeah, I'm telling you no, and here's why. You don't have to explain yourself, but sometimes it's a beneficial way to interact with someone in a situation. And my last suggestion is, actually, I'm not going to be able to volunteer this year. A lot of demands on my time, and to stay balanced and healthy, I'm going to need to decline this time. That's a big one. For a lot of us, we over-volunteer. We help out too much and too often. And one of the biggest complaints I get from my clients is they're over-committed. And this is one way to address that. All right. So what did we talk about today? We talked about the power of no. See, if the thing is, if you say no to people, you're going to get more energy back. You're going to get more time back. You're going to get more happiness back and more life back. So Give yourself permission to not be attached to people's approval. Give yourself permission to listen to what your own needs and wants are and to communicate those to others. So that's my advice for you to help you have a better life, more energy, and more joy. I hope you found it helpful. I want to thank you for joining me today. Remember to move with your power and into your magnificence. We'll see you next time. Have a great day. Are you suffering from OIS or over it syndrome? OIS commonly affects parents, spouses, executives, and employees alike. Hubbard Health Solutions can reduce symptoms of OIS, such as stress, pain, unease, lethargy, and a general desire to escape. Ariel Hubbard, licensed massage therapist, customizes a treatment plan that addresses these symptoms and will transform you and your body so you feel human again. Contact Ariel by texting 971 971- Three one nine two six one eight, or go to arielhubbard.com to learn more about Hubbard Health Solutions. That's Ariel, A-R-I-E-L, Hubbard with an A dot com.